Hi there. You're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show, where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, the Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. I made the mistake the other day of Googling, will paralegals be replaced by robots? And I went down that rabbit hole for over an hour. It might have been double that, but for the fact that I had a live webinar that I was presenting to a law firm on billable hours. Kind of ironic, I know. Here's some advice. If you have a billable hour requirement, don't Google that phrase during work hours. But after I finished the law firm training, I sat down and thought about everything I'd read and watched on the topic of AI and automation in the legal profession and realized, what better use of that time than to turn it into a podcast episode for you? Before I jump into the topic, though, I want to take the time to give a shout out to one of our many listeners who have left a review on Apple. I'll try to get to one review maybe in each episode if I have time or maybe one every other episode, because I want you to know that I do read them and I really do appreciate them. This review is from user KDD1989. I have my paralegal degree, but I'm always interested in more education as well as finding my community. I listened to the entire podcast in one sitting. Now I'm hungry for more. Thank you, KDD1989, because I know what you mean by listening to them all in one sitting. That's what I do when I happen to come across a new show that I haven't been following. I'll download the episodes onto my phone and binge listen to all of them back to back. Now, I'm doing that on my eight-hour drive to Atlanta to see my daughter and my granddaughters, but what a good use of my time. Okay, on with our show. Will paralegals be replaced by robots? I get it why there might be some concern. There was a 2013 Oxford study. Yes, that was almost a decade ago. Can you believe it? In that, they said one out of every two jobs will be eliminated by machines. That was 2013. We see it in the grocery stores and even the Walmarts and Targets. You know, a group of six self-checkouts is managed by one person now instead of six lanes with six people. But that's an easy task to automate. Scanning the price of a can of soup is a lot different than what a paralegal does. But then there's the 2017 ABA Journal article that I found. It was titled, Paralegal Robot Reviews Patent Documents. In it, they announced the launch of RoboReview, this software that incorporates AI to help lawyers research patent applications before filing it, something a patent paralegal might typically do. If you're in litigation, you've been hearing about and maybe working with AI in e-discovery technology tools for years. But here's the thing. AI in e-discovery tools has been around for over a decade. There are still plenty of litigation paralegal jobs out there, especially if you're one of the paralegals who has embraced that technology instead of fighting against it. Let me explain by telling you about a conference that I attended a few years ago. Well, actually, it's been around five or six years now, maybe. It was an e-discovery conference, and I was one of the speakers. 
In addition to doing a presentation, I also sat on a panel with two other people as sort of a roundtable discussion. The audience was asking us questions about e-discovery. One of the panel members was a legal recruiter for litigation support and other legal technology type of jobs. And the other one was the founder of an e-discovery technology company that had only been in business for a few years back then. One of the members of the audience asked us if the e-discovery technology that was being developed at the time would eventually put paralegals out of jobs. And our answer in summary was only if you're the button pusher. In other words, you know, that easy button that the Staples or Office Depot, I think it was the Staples easy button. You know, if you're the button pusher, in other words, you're not embracing the technology. You're just kind of following along with it, just getting by. Maybe in the example of a litigation paralegal, if you're just selecting and pushing buttons, doing what someone else has told you to do versus a higher level critical thinking and more substantive work within the technology, then you won't have to worry about it. The role of a paralegal has evolved with technology and because of technology, not in spite of technology. Ask someone who's been a paralegal for 20 or 30 years what their role was back in the 90s compared to their role today. What did a typical day look like back then? Let's say as a litigation paralegal, what did it look like? Well, we received bankers and bankers of boxes of documents. They were from the client and we'd have to review them, determine if they were responsive to the opposing counsel's discovery requests. We'd analyze them for any privileged or confidential information. Then we'd manually bait stamp them, right, with the red ink all over our papers and hands. We'd catalog them or index them in a Word file. We'd make a copy and then produce one of the copy sets to opposing counsel. Today, a litigation paralegal's role looks nothing like that. The reason it doesn't is because of technology. You heard me talk about that briefly in an earlier episode on things we're glad have changed in the paralegal profession. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. First, let's make sure we're clear on the two different terms that relate to the technology that I'm talking about today. There's automation. That refers to making something happen automatically. With automation, we use technology to complete these repetitive tasks. For example, instead of manually bait stamping production numbers on documents, you use the numbering feature in Adobe. Or you set up an automation that sends a new client a welcome email after the engagement letter is uploaded to the firm's intake system. Inside the litigation bootcamp course, I stress the importance of systematizing and automating as many routine tasks as you can because it frees up your focus so that you can pay closer attention to detail and do higher level work. Outside of work, we're incorporating automation into many things, lots of things. We can get Alexa to adjust the temperature of our homes. We can set up automatic refills with Alexa. The options are endless. In fact, I'm surprised as I'm saying that she's not turning on saying, what can I help you with? Automation is good for us. It frees up our time for higher level thinking and higher level work. Then there's AI, artificial intelligence. AI is different than automation. AI is the use of this advanced computing algorithm, and it aims to simulate the thought patterns of humans. Now, 
aims to, right? It, it can't actually have the same thought patterns. So these algorithms try to simulate the thought patterns of humans, ultimately trying to make autonomous decisions without much involvement from us. Now, before you assume that's a bad thing, let's have the discussion. And that's all this episode really is, the start of a conversation. It's not for me to convince you that it's a good thing or a bad thing. I just want to start a conversation about AI and automation and what those might mean for paralegals in the future. More importantly, if it's something that could affect the future of your career, I want to give you some strategies to protect your paralegal career. Machines learn by analyzing thousands of similar things or similar situations. In other words, machines are good for frequent, high-volume tasks. Machines or robots, they can't tackle novel situations. Machines don't have problem-solving skills or critical thinking skills. The machines have to be taught by someone. Let me give you an example. Back in the AI for e-discovery technology, the only way that particular technology works is if someone is first reviewing a small subset of the data and then marking it as responsive or non-responsive, then the machine goes out and finds similar data and marks it the same. The litigation paralegal then confirms whether or not those were correct, and the machine goes out and gets more. And it just keeps going, so on and so on. It's not like we're dumping a terabyte of data into the machine and it does it all on its own. It's the same with AI in any practice area. I found an article out there when I was in that rabbit hole. It was from firsthand.com, which is a career website. That article said that there were several industries that require human touch that robots don't have, and the legal profession is one of them. And think about it. No program or machine can prepare for all the possible scenarios of case strategy. A machine can't participate in contract negotiations. Let's look at just a few of the skills that paralegals possess typically and how a robot would compare, or should I say, compete for that paralegal's position. So paralegals manage information, piles, literally piles of information on a daily basis, reports, communications, documents related to different client files. Those have to be reviewed and analyzed for relevance or follow-up maybe that's needed. Now, could a robot file the documents into their appropriate location within a computerized client file? Yeah, they could probably do that. Could they extract certain data and copy it into a case management system? Yeah, probably. Could a robot pick up on a new name they haven't seen before in discovery responses and add that name to a potential witness list? Sure. But can they use critical thinking to make a determination on whether or not that witness is relevant enough to add to a potential witness list? Probably not. Okay, next up, research skills. Paralegals have sharp research skills to be able to look up case law, rules, regulations, statutes. Can a robot do legal research? Sure. Just go do some searching in Westlaw and Lexis. You'll see a robot at work. But can a robot read a regulation and apply it to the facts, the particular facts of that case or that client file, and then understand that some supporting case law might be needed to bolster the argument? Probably not. All right, next up, communication. 
Paralegals have to have good communication skills. They're expected to communicate with attorneys and clients, witnesses, court personnel, all these professionals working in the legal profession. Could a robot place a call to opposing counsel to set up a date for mediation? Sure. Could that robot answer questions from that opposing counsel? Yes, if the robot was programmed with responses to typical questions. But what if opposing counsel said something like, can you repeat to me what your attorney has said about the likelihood of settling this case? Would the robot repeat the last words it heard from the attorney about the case? Maybe. Would the robot know if it was giving someone what would be attorney work product? Probably not. This is just the tip of the iceberg if you consider the role of paralegals and the work that they do to support attorneys. It's going to be natural to wonder if this increase in technology could pose a threat to paralegals. All professions, they all are worried about it. According to this article from Forbes that I read when I was down that rabbit hole, they are saying that law firms are already using AI to do things like due diligence, conduct research, and build their time. And that's been going on for some time, just like the AI in e-discovery. And paralegal jobs still exist. In fact, a lot of paralegal jobs need to be filled. The automation in paralegal work can and should streamline some of the manual tasks that would otherwise take you a lot of time. Now, it doesn't have to mean that automation or robots are a threat. To me, I think it's actually the opposite. Automating those time-consuming routine tasks can free up your time to work on substantive work that's more challenging and rewarding to you. So now let me give you four steps to ensure that your career security is strong regardless of what happens with the robots. One is to embrace the technology and know how it can benefit you, how your attorneys can benefit from it, and how the clients can benefit from it. Stay up to date on the technology that's available in your practice area, whether you use the technology or not. Know what's available. You know the saying, the machines are only as smart as the operators. If you're the one in charge of the robot, you win. Number two, improve your problem-solving skills. I did a whole episode on this topic. It was episode 15. You should definitely listen to it after this one. That skill, problem-solving, that's the number one skill that attorneys want in their paralegals. They want paralegals who solve their problems. And there are actually things you can do to improve your problem-solving skill. Number three, work on your critical thinking skills. We had a guest blog post just a few weeks ago from Brett Serby on this topic. In it, he gave three possible ways to improve your critical thinking skills. One was to learn to think about how you think. Another was to learn how to not think. In other words, to recognize mistakes in reasoning. And he also suggested to read, to become as informed as possible in order to make better judgments. I recommend you read his entire article. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Number four, focus on your career security instead of just your job security. That was one of my earlier episodes too. It was episode five. So I won't go into great detail here, but you'll hear me say this a lot. Sit down and write out a career development plan. What skills do you need to acquire or improve so that it doesn't matter what happens in your current job or what happens in the industry because you've insulated yourself? In other words, 
have a career development plan so that it doesn't matter if your employer wants to pay for some course or workshop. It doesn't matter if your employer starts to downsize. And it doesn't matter whether or not they start to develop more AI or automation within your particular firm or your particular employer. Doing things that add value to your paralegal career, not just your job. And I always say, don't get comfortable. I see it too often. And I get it. It's easy to do. You like your employer. You like your supervisor. You like your colleagues. They pay you well. You've got a good benefit package and you're super busy. So why take the time out to get certified in such and such? Why spend that $500 out of your own pocket? You do it because this is your career. It's not just a job. So to answer the question, will paralegals be replaced by robots? In my opinion, they won't. What's your opinion? Put it in the comments. I'd love to hear it. And I'd love to hear how you're embracing the technology, how you're using it to benefit you and your career. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.